0: This podcast was sponsored by Panic Brand. Panic Brand is the modern apparel store for the modern meme machines of 2020. By using the link in the description below, you'll get a discount, and a portion of that goes towards high tech low life, your favorite YouTuber. And there's plenty of outfits to choose from, there's plenty of shirts to choose from, and I'm sure you'll find one that you'll like. High Tech Low Life, For well, today I have for you a special, special Shocktober version of the podcast, featuring all of your favorite co-hosts. All of them are right here in front of you. Say hi to everyone. You have Kay, Alroy, Budgerific, and the new Immortal You, who was featured last week. <laughs> say, hi to, say hi to the audience. yeah Hello. Oh. Hello hello. Now are you guys ready to have to be screaming through your lungs at the hot at the highest possible volume? Blood curdling topics to really boil your blood. Things to really piss you off. And all sorts of other stupid crap that we talk about like we normally do. Are y'all ready for this?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Now let's talk with our first topic of the day. The worst horror universe to live in. Any contributors? Who wants to who wants to start off?
2: Do I know what the worst one I think it is?
3: <laughs>
0: Final destination. <laughs> Final destination. That's a, That's a pretty bad one in case you piss off death. But I can think of worse.
1: So, so I admit, like I don't, I never really watched a lot of horror movies, but um, I think anime-wise, though, um, the the one I feel like would be the absolute worst would probably be the universe to be in that one class in another, because cause everybody oh, just
2: oh god,
1: everybody just died in such tragic, <laughs> almost funny well, ways. Almost I mean, everyone. Yeah. So like
0: was, final, Desti- so like Final Destination.
1: Yeah, it was that, <laughs> but worse. Huh.
0: Yeah, I've, I think yeah, I think I've seen that. Um, in terms of worst, I would probably have to go to. I would have to. I would have to refer to basically. I'll have to think about that. Um, Elroy, do you have any thoughts?
4: I'm going to use use it as horror for the sake of our discussion, but I got to say the purge. Just think about that. At certain times of year, you know. Complete anarchy, and there's no such thing as safety because that's exactly where everybody's gonna break into the place they think is most secure that has stuff. So basically, it's just a free for all battle royale where if you're not um, cut out for it, you're not gonna make it. Oh, I feel like the purge is just
2: purge could happen like anytime, so it's nothing, it's nothing too crazy, but I and <laughs> real scary. life.
4: It's scary if you were to experience something like that. Well, if that was normal for you, I'm sure it would still be scary. Alright,
0: and as for K, you haven't really said much about this. Do you have a worst horror universe to live in?
5: Tough to say, but I think uh, Final Destination is certainly up there.
0: Well, I'd say. Right. <laughs> and this is all assuming that you guys are all main characters that actually get affected by these events. And not just random bias. So personally, I think well, hereditary honorable. might be hereditary. For me, might be the worst universe to live in. Have you guys seen that movie?
1: Not.
0: Oh, isn't that the um? Was it?
2: It was like oh, was it the vo The silent voice or something? I don't remember. The silent voice. What? No, it was uh, It was called. What was that thing? It was like a silent. Is it called a silent voice?
0: No. You mean a, no. No. You
2: mean no. Yeah. Quiet Place, yeah, That's what it's called. Yeah.
0: A silent voice is an anime.
2: Dude. I know. I, was, I just, I just, I just googled it. Freaking heck.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, "Koi no is actually movies. a really, really that's... good anime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. that's off Anyways, topic. Have you guys seen *Hereditary*? Mm-mm. I haven't. I've heard of it.
1: <laughs> I've never heard of it.
0: It's a really freaking good movie. I'm, and I really don't, and i have Really want to tell you guys, but I really don't want to spoil it. But essentially, it's about this family that gets caught up in all sorts of supernatural and often demonic things as their secretive grandmother dies, um. and uh, essentially they're all affected by some sort of internal demon within. I, I, it's I don't. I'm explaining kind of vaguely, but you know that's kind of. What you you really should watch it. Maybe we can do maybe we can do like a horror movie watching together thing at some point in time. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yes. So, any any final thoughts? I think final Fantasy destination seems like the most popular place to not. Live. Yeah, everyone almost everyone does it. Final destination,
3: I
2: think. Well, no, everyone does it. Final destination. <laughs>
0: Just the people that matter die in Final Destination. The Friend Group, you know? Like Anyways. I remember
2: that third one was so many people, so many people died on in that one. Anyways. But whatever.
0: Next topic. Favorite horror games. To start off, uh Kay, what is your favorite horror game?
5: Uh probably Fear but not That's necessarily to I was <laughs> going to say not necessarily the uh, the uh, horror oh. aspects just because it is a very good shooter. Ah. Oh. What about you, uh Budgerific?
1: I, I was about to agree with uh Fear as well because um I respected the fact that um that it worked more on um like eerie effects not on jump scares, like that I could appreciate. Like I never actually finished the game <laughs> because because I have uh, game completion issues. But yeah, I think um, that and Dead Space.
0: Ooh. All right, all right. How about you, um, Immortal Yu? Uh,
2: I would say top would be FNAF, just because I play FNAF. And plus, I like the mm-hmm. lore of it. So it was actually a really good lore. Mm-hmm. And I heard more is coming out, and it's still horror. So, yeah.
4: And Alroy. Resident Evil 3 because that's the first time where I had a video game literally scare me because when you first come across Nemesis, you have a choice to try to fight him, which you're not prepared for, or you try to run away. I made the mistake of trying to fight him, and literally when you think you're running away, he literally jumps, covers the screen, and slaughters you. So, yeah. Um, All right.
5: I, I want to say Resident Evil 4 there, too. Yeah, Resident Evil 4.
2: I'm going to say uh, but, this, the third one, the remake for the third one,
4: was, I heard was not that great. Well, I mean, the first one, Resident Evil 3, was a classic in itself, so, I mean, you know, it wasn't too much to improve upon.
0: Well, the the remake for Resident Evil 3 is almost, is pretty, cl- it closely follows the third
2: game. It wasn't, it wasn't that we, scary that, than the original one, is what I'm saying. Well...
0: Wait, the ori- you mean the original Resident Evil or no? I'm saying
2: the the remake was not that scary from whoa well, from from the original Resident Evil three. Oh,
1: who's never played Resident Evil?
0: You've He's never played, played Resident Evil?
1: Evil? I have not.
0: Well, it's it's mm. it's a difficult uh, starting. It's difficult to start with, especially if you're not like used to tank controls, especially in the first. Three
1: oh yeah, games. yeah. I want to say um, we- somebody in one of my other Discord. Uh, server so was talking about tank controls. I was like, Wait, what? I'm not. So, you, you know what, do you, you know, know what tank controls are? I actually do not. I, I live under a rock, okay?
0: So, I just want to animate. <laughs> so essentially, tank controls are. You, if you think about a tank, you know, a tank has to turn left. You hold left to turn. Uh,
1: sort of oh, it's the ones where you turn. can't, like, shoot and move at the same time.
5: No, you can't. Um, I could probably explain it as. Forward is forward where the character is looking, not forward from your perspective. Okay. So if you're if the character is looking to the right and you push forward, he'll move to the right of the screen. If he's looking forward, he'll move to the front of the screen. Instead of you know pushing to the right if he's facing forward, turning him it will just so on and so forth.
1: That makes sense.
2: It's basically no camera move. It's like no camera camera movements. So, like, you're not expecting... If you turn around a corner, they'll, it'll change, it'll flip the camera to a fixed location, basically. You know, okay, so, yeah. So, so that,
1: that sounds like when I was playing uh, Tales of Symphonia, Dawn of New World, like, like throughout the dungeons and whatnot.
0: Well, I mean, it's kind of the indicative of the era of games where Resident Evil came out at. And, you know, the original Omimusha actually used that, too, even though it was a different kind of game altogether. The tank controls, I mean... Devil May Cry almost had those too, and, but, you know, they changed the controls, obviously. I'm glad game they game.
2: changed the controls for that one. Can you imagine playing a and slash mm-hmm. game like that?
0: I mean, Devil May Cry almost started life as a Resident Evil game, let's be honest, let's be honest here. Well, it's
2: supposed to be a spinoff, that's what I'm told.
0: Well, it's less a spinoff, and it's more of a Resident Evil 4 prototype that just went off the rails. Because there's all because in Devil May Cry one there's a lot of puzzles, a lot of Resident Evil esque puzzles, and it's the only one that can sometimes feel kind of scary almost, but like not really. You know what I'm saying? Okay, oh, so... I never told you. Oh, I never said my favorite horror game. My favorite horror game is probably RE4 or Dead Space one.
2: Evil is pretty popular. Um, to be honest, I, I can't wait for like the I can't wait to watch like watch people play the new one because that looks freaking good.
0: The new Resident Evil Four yeah. Dead Space. No Resident I've never Evil. Actually, I've never actually played Resident Evil Seven. I um, think It is really good though. It is. So all right. Yeah, Resident Resident Evil Four is all sorts of like stupid, cheesy fun. But like you know, I really, <laughs> I like a lot of people hate the hate the um uh, hate the QTEs in the game. But I think I I thought it was really exciting at the time. Like, you know, first, you, like well, first, the, you, you have the laser corridors, and I think it's, it's either between the laser corridor or the um, uh, knife fight with Krauser that's really memorable in RE4. I don't know why people hate yeah. it so much, though. I guess it's because you would literally die if you fuck up. <laughs> that's true. Anyways, let's move on to the next topic at hand. Um, uh, scariest moments in non-horror media. Curious what's it? What's what's a really scary moment in something that doesn't advertise itself to be like just horror? You know what I'm saying?
1: The well, thing for me, um, like I know, like like this isn't like scary, scary to me, but it's like it like freaked me out. But um, like Deadpool, um, the one scene like when he was like like underneath like the needles and like like going like through that whole like like in between him, I forgot the dude's actual name the ryan reynolds character like the ryan reynolds okay okay yeah i know th- is that the wilson? actor's name though or
4: deadpool's name is wade wilson
1: okay yes 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 i'm sorry and between him and wade wilson to deadpool like like the, the whole scene with the needles It was like oh my god Ugh. i could not handle that whatsoever it, it's like the fear type scary rather than like a jump scare <laughs> i don't handle that well. Sad face.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me, I think one of the scarier moments. Uh, there's a couple of these actually. Uh, Bloodborne is just full of this. It doesn't advertise itself as a horror game, but I feel as though it's scarier than a lot of actual horror games. You know what I mean? There's there's always a sense of like dread walking around, and some of the enemy designs are freaky as hell. I mean, I guess you could say it's, like, horror, but, like, because it's, like, gothic horror, but, like, it doesn't advertise itself as, it it just advertises itself as, like, an action RPG. Like most FromSoft games. And I think another model is um, Fable 2. There's a lot lot of the demon doors that just scare the shit out of you when you go in there. Like, not jump scare-ish, but, like, Really creepy looking aesthetics, and what's just a kind of meh action RPG. I really love. I really hate Fable Two and Fable Three. I'm, a, anyways. All right, I'm gonna tell mine.
2: Batman Arkham Knight, and I'll tell you why. Frickin' every time you go up, either on a on a, go over grappling up on something, a man bat or Joker will pop out out of nowhere. Just scared the freak out of you.
0: Huh. You know, I've actually never played the Batman games. How are they, by the way?
2: They're basically, what, they're like, uh, combat? It's, 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 it's an adventure action combat type game. But it's really fun.
0: Look, I've played some games that quote-unquote copy the, uh, that allegedly copy the Batman. i uh... System of combat, like uh, I played Shadow of Mordor.
2: Okay, yeah, that uh, actually ties into that. But no, like, the Arkham Knight, they did it, they did it really well with those jump scares. like, you grapple, and Joker go, "Boo!" It's like, and you just die, not expect it at all. Freaking get, freaking
4: scared the crap out of me.
0: Uh, I see, I see. What about you, Elroy?
4: Well, I'm not going to necessarily choose a game, but I'm going to choose a movie. And I gotta say, it's the conclusion of Watchmen. In terms of who succeeds and the ramifications that that was going to have for the Watchmen universe. And I'll leave it like that tonight. Spoiler for somebody, that may not be as well versed or familiar with the universe.
0: I think I know what you're talking about. Yes, uh, yeah, I I know what you're talking about. I w- I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say I mean I guess you could say it's kind of scary, but it's more like like a uh,
4: implied. I was referencing the movie, not the TV series. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I I know I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, what about UK?
5: You know, I couldn't really come up with a good example, sorry. I see.
0: All right, well, I guess it's uh, time to move on. Weird phobias. What Do you guys was have yours any... what? what? What was yours, Jason? Scariest moment in horror in a non-horror media? Yeah. Uh probably Bloodborne. Okay, like, yeah, I remember
2: now. Yeah, I remember.
0: Okay. Uh yeah. Weird phobias. Do y'all have any weird phobias? Do you know of any weird phobias? Does anyone you know have these weird phobias?
1: I used
4: to I used to be creeped out about um the different forms of piranha plants or Mario for some reason.
1: I'm I'm sorry for like laughing a little bit.
4: <laughs> Save.
1: I I feel so bad. I'm so sorry.
4: Yeah, hey, we're being honest here, so be it.
0: It's all good. It's all good. We're all
2: friends here. I used to be afraid of elevators for like a good while. Hey, I'll tell you a reason why. <laughs> I, no? I would... you stuck in one? Yeah, I got stuck in one. Oh, wow. That, that would suck. Let me think. And like the air almost freaking got out. I almost lost a lot of oxygen out of it.
0: Uh
1: Uh-huh. Like, I think for me, like, mine kind of ties... I think mine kind of ties into the uh, Deadpool one is needles. But it's like, for me, personally, I can handle taking needles. I can give blood no matter what. Like, not no matter what, but, like, almost no big deal. However, the minute I see somebody, like, you know, in a movie or TV show, like, somebody gets blood drawn or whatever... It like flips me out. Like oh my god.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like you're saying is someone else got a flu shots? No, no, then... no, no.
1: It, it's not flu shot level, but it's like I don't know, it's weird. It's like
2: So it's like someone someone stabbed you in the eye, basically.
3: No,
1: like so. Yeah, so like I said, I can handle it. I just can't really watch other people do it. Like, I mean, blood flu shots are one thing. That's in and out. Get on with life, whatever. Um, but like, would you say it's
0: like, a, sorry? If, would you say it's like hemophilia? I'm mean, hemophobia. Like, are you fear of blood?
1: Uh, yes, but no. Huh? It is actually the prodding of the skin oh yes and i know what huh. that traces back to as well so i know why well, i kind of understand why should have gotten over it but i didn't basically tldr when i was in middle school i watched a dog uh no it was a cat get spayed and that whole procedure just, yeah oh. that whole per- i was 12 years old watching this and oh my god
0: <laughs> why did you watch it mm
1: for a talented and gifted program to do a PowerPoint on it.
4: Jesus.
0: Don't
1: ask, don't ask questions. I don't know why I did it either. Why
4: you doing that in Mills? That sounds like high school.
1: Well, I I went to the vet's office like, hey, can I go watch this? Because I originally wanted to be a veterinarian.
4: Well, we clearly showed a different career path.
1: Yeah, because cause I realized I couldn't handle putting uh, animals down. I was like, I'm going to make a mature decision. I was like, I can't do that.
0: All right. I, I respect it. I, I wouldn't be able to put animals down either. And then cute and adorable animals. I mean, of course. I'd
4: kill a fly, though, instantly if I saw one.
1: Night. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
4: <laughs> well, I'm not one to be a proponent of putting animals down, but um, I don't mind the animals that uh, may end up on my dinner plate.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I, I will kill for a good steak. Not gonna lie.
4: (laughs) A good rabbit stew is always good. Yes, don't knock until you try it.
1: What type of stew? I'm not knocking at all. Rabbit stew.
4: I've had rabbit stew and it was quite delicious.
1: I've had rabbit rabbit
4: stew But the only thing, only way I know most people that have had it was in the stew, though. I don't know if anybody eats outside of being in the stew.
1: Ask me if they did.
4: I
0: saw I saw a Bending of Babish video where he created bunny corn pizza from Star Trek and he used bunnies for it Yeesh.
5: anyway Kay, was it what about you <laughs> all right
1: we got off topic
5: I've never really had any weird phobias that I that I'm aware of but there are some really fascinating ones to me like um open ocean is one that's always been interesting to me as well as um well, just darkness, actually. Just fear of the dark.
1: Uh, I, I admit, sometimes I have that a little bit as well, but um that's why my phone has a flashlight.
5: I just
2: remembered that everyone has like, everyone, like when they were little, I basically like everyone when they were little actually had a fear of a darkness for like a small while. I don't I don't know. I don't know a single person that was not afraid of the dark
0: when they were little. Huh?
1: Yeah, I'm sure I, admit.
0: I, I wasn't afraid of the dark as a kid.
1: I think for me, I actually had fear of dark, but also fear of fire. So at nighttime, I just didn't sleep because, yeah, <laughs> I was paranoid. <laughs> yeah,
0: so <laughs> I think I can think of one phobia I used to have when I was a kid: uh, arachnophobia. It's pretty common, so it's not a weird phobia or anything. But uh yeah, essentially, when I was a kid, I uh, woke up in the middle of the night to go pee, and uh, there was a giant spider in the bathroom, and I was talking like huge, like it covered like my door, or, like it was the size of like my door, and I was scared to death. So I had to get my parents to come shoot it away, and they told me there were, and they told me that it was gone, and so I could go pee in peace, and. uh Years later, when I recounted the story to people, they always tell me that I was probably imagining it,
4: and you know I probably was. But it still Quite feels so. Real. That you like Spider-Man, though.
0: Okay, Eventually okay. Australia. Spider-Man. Let me let me let me give you a hot take. Spider-Man's not my favorite Marvel hero, not by a long shot. Mm. Okay, imagine being in
2: Australia seeing seeing that like that's such a legit thing, and I've actually heard people said
0: set their house stuff iron just for it. Well, I mean, spiders are like the number one cause of car crashes in Australia too, so like that's also a real statistic. Like I I I, I I'm not making it up. I heard I heard I heard that's how that's how it was in Australia.
2: Australia's pretty has that has that weird thing. Was are with spiders, apparently, so.
0: Man, anyways. As for weird phobias, here are, some, here's, here are some weird phobias that I found. Arachibutrophobia, or the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. I know that one. How about nomophobia? No. Continue. The fear of being without your
1: mobile phone.
4: That it must be like a than a fear. Uh, well, I mean, that's true. That's true.
0: But it's a it's a fear. Allegedly, it must be a very recent one too. That arithmophobia, fear of math or numbers. I mean,
1: I can say that. Hm. Mm.
0: Maybe if you're like, math teacher traumatized the crap out of you, I can see it happening. I like math, though. Plutophobia. Fear of
1: money. I'm scared the money won't come, uh, get in my wallet.
0: That's not what it is.
1: I I know, I know, I'm being sarcastic.
0: (laughs) People with plutophobia may fear becoming wealthy themselves or have a fear of wealthy people.
1: Well, it's kind of like People the fear of becoming happy. Like, um, I forgot what that one's actually called, but it's the one where uh, you're scared to become happy because you believe something bad—that something bad is going to happen. Sounds like that.
0: That's that's a dumb fear. I've never heard of that in my life.
1: It it actually makes sense. I I wouldn't say I have it, but I uh, I struggle with it a little bit. So. Because it's um, like one of those feelings is like everything's going good, everything's going good, and then everything just crashes. So then you follow that pattern, and then you kind of just develop this like weird anxiety or fear of becoming happy.
2: I found a I found a good I found a uh, a, a phobia a phobia word that um that was coined like I was watching this video way way back when about death, and someone made this new phobia called monotophobia. It's called the fear mm-hmm. of dying alone. That's not... That's not that weird. It's,
1: it's not, reasonable.
2: It's reasonable, but it's like... But there's like no word for dying alone. No fear... There's no word... No proper word for calling a fear of dying alone.
0: Well, you just, just have a fear of being alone.
2: There's a, I mean, I there's a fear of aloneness and a fear of death, so... I was like, just... Put the two words together, and there you go.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Uh, what about? I don't. Have, do you have any more? Do you have more things to say, guys? Before we I'm, move sorry, on?
1: I'm sorry. I kind of hijacked the topic, and I'm sorry again. <laughs> I It's like...
0: all good. Don't worry about it. All right. If you're if you don't have anything else to say, we can talk about the next topic at hand: the uncanny valley. Are Is you? Are it? you guys familiar with this? I am. I am. So, if someone better, if someone smarter than me can explain what it is to our unsuspecting audience or our friend, Immortal You, that'd be much appreciated.
1: Like, kind of like, what it is? Like...
0: Yes. What it is, examples of it, et cetera, et cetera.
1: So, I think what it is... Um... Cancer site, please. I'm actually
0: like... I think Kay has a good explanation. Kay, do
5: you, ha- you have one, right? Sure. It's something, it. it's something that appears human, but not quite. For instance, things that are clearly not human, like think of cartoon characters, for instance, are not f- frightening or strange to us because they are clearly not human and humans aren't because we're human. But things that are just slightly wrong like a lot of things in robotics and so forth things uh-huh. like human-like features but are not clearly not tend to make us feel off because there's kind of that unnerving feeling of something wrong that just permeates them
2: like a personification but
0: with something a little bit different
5: no not quite a personification
1: Personification implies something like Catelli, like um, where they personify the countries.:
0: this is the um, Association. So, so essentially, the more realistic something gets, the more we become acclimated to it, and the more we begin to like it. But at a certain <laughs> point in time, when it's like 80 to like 90 percent human look-alike, it, something about it just feels wrong. Like, Jesse, have you seen those dolls in Japan? That are like. Don't they're, mention they're, that, like...
2: that. I'm watching. Uh, uh, what's it called? Violet Evergarden? That sh- thing is. F- trying to watch Violet Evergarden with that thing. And I know. I know. And then I was, I was just looking. And now I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh. Yeah,
0: All right. I know. All right. Evergarden All
1: right. was an amazing anime. Oh my god.
0: Right. I know, but. I'm... So I'm going to need you guys to. Go they to the channel on Discord. And I'm going to show you some pictures of things. Do you like this thing at all? Does it look natural to you? Natural? I'm sorry, but does, uh... it look, does it look appealing?
1: Some ways, yes. Some ways, no.
2: Somewhat. It's not too bad. How about this?
1: We're getting closer, but the fingers are off. Let's
0: see. How about this?
2: That, is, that picture reminds me of um, the enemy another because of
0: those dolls. How about this? I mean,
1: yeah, that one Six. model... <laughs> it, 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 there, there was a Russian model who had so much plastic surgery so she, she would look like Barbie. I don't think that's her, but that's what it reminds me of. But no, her her <laughs> eyes are wrong.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though it doesn't feel quite right because there's yeah. something
1: plastic. It just how about, how about
5: this? It's a little less it, terrifying once you realize that most of what you're looking at that appears to be her eye is not her eyes, but the skin around her eyes with makeup. Made to look
1: like yeah. your eye. Yeah. Okay.
5: So, <laughs> all right.
1: So, 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 that picture, I know you pulled off the internet. It was from an article. So, that one, I like, we're getting close. Um, all right. How about this? God, no. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No.
0: Mm-mm. You're not
1: allowed to do that.
0: <laughs> I am allowed to do that because it's real. A real movie. We,
4: we, ha- we a have a number rule about bad adaptations, they shouldn't be mentioned.
0: Yeah,
2: we uh <laughs> no don't don't ever mention mention that that movie, please.
1: <laughs> I want to see if, it. If you want to see that go
4: support when Broadway opens back up in the summer, go see the real thing. Not this whatever it is.
1: Abomination.
4: Yeah, let's go with that.
1: <laughs> I want to Have see
0: a- it just
4: And here we go again.
0: That is the Broadway version of Cats, as opposed to the uh, movie version of broad of Cats. Much better be. than
4: that than the
2: movie. Let's just say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, and like it's clearly just like an outfit, but it looks a lot more appealing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let me pull up the graph for you guys. I think that I think that illustrates the point that I'm trying to make here. So as you can see on the graph, as human likeness goes up, likability goes up to a certain point, and then dips as a sort of like valley shape. That's why it's called the uncanny valley.
1: So uh, it kind of reminds me of um, like that graph. Like the first part reminds me of um, League League of Legends League of Legends champion design, like like the humanoid characters, especially women. So way better than champions like Rek'Sai like who's like a void lane. <laughs>
0: Uh I haven't played League in forever, so I can't really relate. But, I can't, well, I can't really relate with that one.
1: But, but basically, but we look at
4: oh, go ahead,
1: it, Human characters sell better than non-human characters, like skins for said champions. So, like it's just kind of like.
4: Unless you're a furry. (laughs) But when we think of popular media, and I'm going to take it back to some people may remember the show that used to come on Cartoon Network. While clearly they were humanoid, I wonder why it is so often there are popular shows where the characters are humanoid and anthropomorphic, but people are drawn to them when we clearly know they're not human, but they engage in some of the same dilemmas we have. Because Swadcast, the way the show operated you very well could replace the characters with humans and not lose the essence of the show.
0: Um... To make more exotic, I suppose. Or to appeal to the furries, if it's like an animal-ish based show.
4: We're talking 1993 American-made cartoon.
0: Man, I don't know. I wasn't even born in 93, dude. So come on. Uh, it's hard to say, man. I mean, that's. I mean, we like the Ninja Turtles because they're cool. Would you lose the essence of the show if they were human?
1: Maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. It depends on the ninja. context. Yeah,
4: maybe if, a little. Let's bit. Let's say like... the Ninja
0: Turtles were humans, and yeah, you know, instead of just being instead of just being Ninja Turtles, they're four. There's four teenage assholes with ninja abilities and weapons.
4: Well, but we've seen this trope played out so many times: Ninja Turtles battle toad, um, street sharks, just just them in the bag, shake it up, take whichever one out. Very similar. Cheetah men. I get,
0: I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, and I think humans just don't seem that interesting,
4: especially to kids. But yet again, they're humanoid in terms of all these examples mentioned are anthropomorphic. They're not even close to, like, their animal counterparts in terms of how they move. Man, I
0: don't know. It's the same reason why the media portrays dolphins as, like, these fun-loving, smart creatures when, in fact, they are, in fact, sociopathic, like, rapist creatures. And you can look that up, too.
2: Here's the thing, here's an interesting thing about Uncanny Valley, how did it jump from 39 in November, 2017 to 100 in 2018? What? Searches, based on, based on searches, Uncanny Valley, from 39 in November, December of 2017, it jumped to 100 in January, 2018. 39 what? What are these what? numbers? Search, search, t- search um, interest.
0: Probably, be- <clears throat> probably because there's more like off-model CG more now than ever before, like with cats. I bet you I bet you that alone made the Uncanny Valley um, searches go up. Uh-huh. Anyways.
1: Uh-huh. Any we, more- knew cat- we, we just knew cats with bad CG. We knew it.
0: Anyways, do you have any final thoughts on this topic before we move on?
2: Have you ever watched the "I Feel Fantastic" uh, show? The "I Feel Fantastic" video. No, I have
3: not. What?
2: That's also a, that's also that's a really creepy. It's a really creepy, creepy uncanny video.
0: Oh, how about the Adult Swim uh, infomercials? Have you guys seen those yet?
2: I've, I've seen them. Those are they're not too bad.
0: Some of them are go really deep, go really into the Uncanny Valley and sort of like, you, you got to watch it. It's, it's actually insane. So the next topic up is, can you make an effective horror thing without the overuse of gore? Does gore cheapen the experience? And what are your thoughts on
4: gore in general?
1: I don't like gore. I try to stay away from it.
4: I'm with buddy, okay, but... as in I'm not the biggest proponent of gore, but depending on the context of what you're trying to present, it can be done in a very stylish and artistic way. But when it's done just for shock value, it's cartoonish. Okay,
5: all right. Kay, thoughts? I don't think it's uh, necessary for horror really at all, but. I can see its usage as a way of unnerving people in certain elements of horror. I personally, I think it depends on the nature of things. I mean, if you're going for a certain level of realism in some in- thing incredibly violent, it can heighten the effect or make it in some ways appear more realistic. But when it's over the top, I feel it detracts from the experience.
1: So How about,
5: I what, what, uh, what about immortal you?
2: Gore, eh? I've seen so I've seen so much blood that it doesn't. That I don't even care about gore anymore. It's more about for me. It's more about ambience than anything. Gore is just something that like that. Just it's just a layer over over it. But ambience is where it's all where where the horror is all at for me.
0: Okay, so let me pose a more interesting question. Would the removal of gore take away some of like? take away some of the horror Would it take away what it like cheapen the experience
1: so, so it, de- it depends on the series in my mind because um because like, on like you can build horror just by an atmosphere by the soundtrack by like blended lighting and all and like you don't have to have the gore like you can yes resort like to jump scares or um Rrp players
0: which project all right, all right. I never so that let's, one
4: too. so let's take. Are very important.
0: So let's take two established gore fests of seri- of a movie series. Let's take Saw and Final Destination. Let's say you remove the gore from all the deaths. How are these movies now?
2: I don't think oh Saw Saw it can't work without gore.
1: No,
0: I've, absolutely. I've never seen Saw Saw, so when they release so, still could work. Yeah, so Saw is basically a bunch of elaborate traps that are meant to torture you and maim you, but otherwise you would live in case you successfully played Jigsaw's game, so to speak. It's basically macabre and sometimes it's basically macabre like how did it, how do I describe it?
4: It's masochism. Basically,
0: it's masochism and it's macabre, and it's also intri- it's also a bunch of has a lot of intricate traps and stuff that kills people, and I do would agree it wouldn't work without the gore. Final Destination, I you feel can, like, yeah, Final Destination,
2: well, like you could work it without without gore, like it'll be fine, it'll still it'll still work. It's just the
0: ambience will be kind of different, I guessing. It would, I mean, it would be because the nature of the deaths would change. Because instead of like you know being crushed by like a giant glass pane or being squashed by like tree logs or being cooked inside of like a tanning bed, you know stuff like that, you like would just be like electrocuted without the uh, you maybe even like I don't know I don't know how I feel I do know how I'd feel. About There'd also be a lot of off-screen death too, most likely. I'm gonna uh, talk to
2: you about some. Games, uh, something, something that was so I can't talk on this podcast. I can't talk about it in this podcast, but I'll talk to you about about something that was like uh, that I played recently, that had that had something similar to Final Destination and Saw stuff. Um, okay, all
0: right. If you can't talk about it, then yeah, you should tell us. You should tell us in the admin chat. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, all right. And how about how here? Here's a here's a real doozy for you. Mortal Kombat without the gore. How it is that just. Get?
1: I don't think it would have become as popular as it was, as it is. Yeah.
0: Today. Yeah, think, of, but the movie has no gore, or very little gore. How did that get popular? Because, because it's, it's
1: already an m- established franchise.
0: It's Mortal awesome. Kombat without the gore is basically like Mortal Kombat without any of the characters.
4: Yeah, That's how I feel about it. And that's a very um, good point in terms of when you look at the context of Mortal Kombat, no matter their intentions, all of these characters are hyper-violent in one way or another for their various reasons. That's just And that just goes into the mythos of Mortal Kombat. It's just Mortal Uh, Kombat lore right there.
0: (laughs) Mortal Kombat lore is so messed up that, like, they had to reboot. They had to reboot the story twice. And they rebooted it twice within a single decade.
4: But. The question was raised in terms of does gore necessarily make or break a movie, but get a get out is a horror masterpiece and didn't have to rely on gore. What would you
0: say uh, are the
4: horror masterpieces? Basically,
2: okay, okay, listen. Um, Mortal Kombat is not horror, so not. having gore, it wouldn't have changed. Like it, it was just like a basic fighting game. It was like yeah. it was like basically a Tekken. Tekken, a street, a street fighter type game. So yeah,
0: but Mortal Kombat is an extremely sh- shitty fighting game. Yeah, more the originals. I mean, not to knock on them or anything. They're they're fun blood sports, but they're not like te- super technical fighting games. I know this because I play a lot of fighting games.
2: I think most of us do.
1: <laughs> I don't really. I I keep meaning to get into them, but I just. Every time I look at like buying Smash I'm just like budget.
0: Hey, I don't play Smash either. You should play I
1: I thought you did.
0: I I do, but not like at a level that I would consider good.
1: Yeah. Like I have a Switch. And actually I have three of them.
0: Play Guilty Gear.
1: that... Maybe. What? Do it. Sell them? We'll
0: just one Okay, we're going way uh, way off did... topic now. We're going completely off topic. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. so any final thoughts on number six?
5: No, um, um, I would um, like to mention that uh, a lot of famous slasher films uh, during the heyday of the slasher film actually did get censored of a lot of their gore. After their theatrical release, I believe it, you can compare the separate releases, and it's astounding how much gore actually got pulled out. But then you compare it to a modern movie; it's less. Huh. So, so, I guess that... our standards of gore have
0: changed back then.
1: Well, and also too. Point... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to start talking over you.
4: It's all good. Don't worry about it. First one, Kay's point, that's also why you see the cinematic technique that they use in Kill Bill where if there's just going to be a grotesque amount of gore, they're just forced to the gray screen, and that's how they will film in a grayscale.
0: Yeah, but I mean, there's no point. I mean, that's just a Quentin Tarantino like, thing as opposed to actually –
4: you no, know, other media have used that technique as well. It's not just Quentin Tarantino that's used the grayscale if you want to have a really balanced scene but you don't necessarily want to show the blood. So, no, that's more common than what you think. I see. All right. All right.
1: I guess, uh, like, on the subject of gore, though, like, the U.S. standards for gore are bizarre compared to other uh, countries because because a lot of like a lot of other countries have more problems with gore than we do.
2: I think like, Japan has the weirdest one though. Japan's the weird has the has that weirdest gore. Yeah.
1: What do you mean? Like like if you ever watch uh anime um.
0: Oh yeah, there's gore everywhere and.
1: Well, no, no in... but for the TV releases though, uh, thing about school days, oh. uh, TV release, I the nice boat. Oh uh,
0: yeah. Oh, here, guess, was, yeah.
1: it? was it Hirogarashi? Hey, Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that was know. there was a lot of censorship for gore in Japan because Japan really doesn't like gore
1: uh-huh. on national
0: television. Nope. Compare that to what they think about sex and what other countries think about that, for that matter. But that's another topic.
4: <laughs> that's a different. Japan has this love-hate relationship with gore. And with most of us being at least a casual anime fan here, when you think of, like, the Mount Rushmore or the classics, a lot of them um, have an excess of gold. Think of Akira. Think of Ninja Scroll. I'm just giving a couple of examples. But I'm talking about, like, in what was anime golden age, late 80s going into the 90s. Just something to think about. Oh, yeah. Also so, think about it. Also so... think about it. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so on the school days thing, some um, so I remembered something that um, about Japan and censoring gore stuff. Um, they censored I think they censored school days because there's a recent similar killing at that time. Oh so uh, yeah. But I mean, but but still, like school days, anything was fucking brutal. <laughs> Sorry.
0: And if you really think about, it, a lot of top Japanese media's have a lot of. Gory aspects to them. Not it's not necessarily a gore fest, but like One Piece has a lot of like blood, and sometimes people's like arms get cut off, or they get like a stomach, or they get like punched through the stomach. Naruto has a lot of this too, as well as like Bleach. the the three The three original shonen jump, holy shonen trinity, has some level of gore in it.
2: I mean, but those gores are very, very tame, though, compared to, like, I think Promised Neverland was, like, I think is one of those ones that's, like, really, really gory and very, very
0: scary. I mean, is is it really that tame? I mean, on television, yeah, but, like, Naruto has a lot of blood in it in the manga, and people got decapitated all the time, too.
2: I don't remember people being decapitated except for that one person, but even then he was like, "It was
1: the
3: manga."
1: But no, I guess like too, like I guess the other thing like in the same in the US, I guess it also has based on different uh, networks and like TV standards. Like, um, I guess like also the thing with Naruto is like it doesn't like yes, it has some gory moments, but it doesn't present itself as a gore fest. So. I think that's how they can get away with some of it. Also, I think they do tone down a little bit, at least in the old days. Uh, some of the blood. I haven't kept up with Naruto in years. Probably like 10 years now.
2: That anime, the, the manga and the anime ended anyway, so... Okay. I, know
1: I, <laughs> I haven't kept up since a certain uh, beloved character died. I'm so mad about that. I mean, he came back for like two chapters, but then he died.
0: Anyways, I think we're getting way off topic here. Yeah, we're and, getting to Let's go to the next topic before we go anymore. (laughs) Cybernetics. Can they eat your souls? Can they eat your soul?
5: I mean, in Shadowrun, maybe, but I don't necessarily think anything regarding that in the real world now.
0: Do you think it's possible
5: for people to get an addiction
0: to having cyber parts? I mean, not right now, but like in the future where... Having well, cyber
4: limbs are better than flesh and blood. Absolutely. I'm just saying they got the idea of make a low box from somewhere. That's all I'm saying.
2: I mean, any hospital has like, has like what? Some people already have like prosthetic legs and stuff, so I don't see why not.
5: I mean, there's people with addictions to getting tattoos or piercings or messing with their hair. I don't really see how it could be too much different to have an addiction but- to cybernetics. But it's not going to eat it. I highly doubt it will eat your soul, though. That's, Metaphorically,
1: that's... it will in your wallet.
4: <laughs> yes. As yes, in essence. There's a segment of society that's obsessed with vanity. Someway, somehow, some way, somebody's going to be obsessed with cybernetics if it helps them to have this perception that they're better than everybody else.
1: It sounds like kind of like, um, like there's people who are really having the modding cars for some reason.
4: Yes, and I would say that's our reflection of their egoism. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could eat
0: your soul in some ways, especially if you're in the pursuit of like eternal life, so to speak. like a mechanical body doesn't wouldn't decay the same way like a human body would like imagine if you just took your brain out of your human flesh, put it in like a jar, and then you're just controlling a Body. You're just controlling a body now. A robotic so Essentially,
4: so You become the brain from DC Comics.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah.
4: I mean, yeah. Basically. It's not going to eat your...
2: I, the thing is, it's not going to... I highly doubt it's going to eat your soul for two reasons. Why? One, your soul is untouchable. And two, like...
0: It doesn't, it, it doesn't mean that in a literal way, Jesse. It means it in a sort of metaphysical sort of way. As in... Uh, like, You lose your humanity if you continue to become cybernetic. How much of yourself can you really give up before you cease to be human?
4: Think of Harry Potter and Voldemort. That's what I'm thinking. You don't want to turn yourself into um, the living incarnation of Krang from TMNT. You could
0: also be... It also
4: reminds me of the episode from Futurama,
0: where... Where Hermes is uh, mugged by a robot guy, who then robot that robot, but he feels very inadequate because of it, and he starts to modify his body, and then he becomes addicted to it to the point where basically nothing remains but his brain, and then he decides to commit the ultimate sacrifice by swapping his brain out for a robot CPU instead, and then but luckily his body was. Re was um uh, essentially put together back by Vozoidberg along with his brain too, but anyway, that's besides the point.
1: So so I'm gonna bring up um I'm gonna bring up an interesting paradox uh when it comes to uh, mod- body body modding and cybernetics. And um like like this is gonna be another topic for another day. But do you know the paradox of Ship of Okay, so the Shippethys- mm-hmm. says all right, so you have a ship. It starts falling apart over the years, and then you uh, start replacing the boards. And by time all, by time all the boards are replaced, is it the same ship that it originally was? Okay. Oh, but, you you. But, oh, but, I, I've
0: but, always been, had to Theseus. Sorry. Oh yeah. oh,
1: I learned. I've heard it says Theseus, say but so no. So all right. So all right. So you rebuild it, you replace all the boards, but then you take all the old scrap boards you rebuild that ship and you, re- like, rebuild the ship, so which is the original ship. But, but that's another topic, <clears throat> like, basically, at which point do you stop being human?
0: Yes. Um, well, to- I mean...
1: Another topic for another time, because...
2: I'm so... I got so
0: lost, so confused, and I was like, but, okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> The ship of Theseus is a philosophical question. If you replace every single piece of a ship, every single particle, like piece, plank, whatever, of a ship with a totally new or totally different piece, is it the same ship? Alright, let me put into more tech-related aspects. So let's take your gaming PC Immortal U, okay? Okay. Let's take... Let's replace the let, replace every single part one by one. Is it the same? Is it even the same computer anymore? I'm gonna say no because
2: you could, based on it, because like one the outer shell will look the same, but inside the
0: computer it would look. You'll have like a new new system, basically. That's that's what the question is. At. That's what that's what the um uh, theory. That's what the um uh, that's what it's asking is it even the same it, ship.
1: I, I think it? it implies too that you replace it over time, you don't replace it all at once.
0: If it's that,
3: over
2: time, it'll it will start losing it'll start losing itself.
1: Right.
0: So, yeah, yeah, which is which is why it's not the same ship. Personally. It won't be the same ship. What, that, about yeah. you, what about you Elra, okay? What do you believe?
5: It's kind of a fascinating topic and even kind of gets into legal issues because a lot of multi-part uh things that require replacements ha- have a legal definition of one part is usually picked as the part that is defines the entirety of it like um a good example is the uh i believe the chassis or the frame is legally a what constitutes a vehicle everything just else like is like how decoration. the
1: uh the Toyota Solara is still a Camry. Because I think yeah. they're on the same chassis.
5: Yes, I mean, but like the individual vehicle, that's a good example, but I mean, individual vehicles, there is one part that is the part that carries the legal identification of it. And I think a lot of people kind of lean towards that general idea for what makes us human as well. I think a lot of people tend to say the brain. I mean, that's kind of what goes on with things like ghost in the shell for instance.
0: Yeah. Like if you were to swap brains, like if K and I were to swap brains, we wouldn't be the same people anymore.
5: It's also right? fascinating. Absolutely. Um I think that most people agree with that. That's the whole brain swap idea. I I feel like most people generally consider the brain to be the part that defines you as you. It's That's partially great. due to the Braindy mystery heart, probably. Oh yeah, absolutely. The heart, but I mean, people get artificial hearts and pacemakers all the time.
1: Yeah point.: yeah. mean, like my dad has a pacemaker, and he's he's still my dad.:
0: <laughs> You know he's also part cyborg, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.:
5: And technically, so am I, but a lot of, a lot of us are to various degrees. Wow.
1: I don't think I am, but the only thing I have is feelings.
5: <laughs> I mean, no, you could say that, that qualifies.
3: qualifies. Yeah, true.
0: I have feelings. I have feelings too, and I think that qualifies. Speaking of which, any final thoughts on this topic? I re- I really like this topic.
5: I just. Uh...
1: I know I kind of like took it and twisted it, and I'm sorry.
5: Well, they, there's a lot of twists to this. I mean, you can apply it to teleportation as well. its Is that the same person on the other end? What happens if the teleporter just copies them?
4: And not yeah. only that, Kay, but taking it one step further, but if you're teleporting going to the past or the future, when you meet um, the other self, how is time going to be altered?
1: And that's why I hate time, uh, time travel anime. <laughs> wow.
4: I'm thinking more cool. clones,
0: though.
2: Yeah, clones that's... are a little different.
0: Clones, clones, and alternate time travel versions of selves are.
4: Like universes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> more open, more open Gemini back.
4: Man, for example, more so deals with the clone question. Um, Back to the Future, Men in Black Three deals with the whole paradox of. I'm time traveling. What's going to happen when I see myself and actually have an interaction?
0: Well, I think it's better to open this can of worms another time. We'll see. Yeah, here. let's open
5: that later. Yeah, we could go on about yeah. this forever.
0: All right. Number eight. Now, this is the part where the Shocktober event really begins. Halloween night in 2020. Any major prediction?
4: What do you think is going to happen?
1: I- Someone is going
4: to do something foolish in the costume.
1: You mean like play some tricks or some people for some candy?
0: Or perhaps spread the Rona.
1: I don't know.
4: Is it just me or does anyone else remember growing up? Like, normally on October 31st, you always hear about somebody doing some stupid gimmick related crime in like some type of costume. And you're like, oh, okay.
5: Absolutely.
4: Oh, yeah. That's the norm. Like, okay, what's it going to be this year? Like, one year somebody was doing the whole ghost face doing things dressed as Ghostface from Scream. It might be somebody else another year, but it's just always some type of gimmick. I don't know why, but it just seems that way.
5: I mean, anytime you can go around wearing a mask, I mean, this is somewhat topical as well. Uh, A lot of businesses, once mask mandates went in, basically said there is a slightly higher likelihood of getting robbed because someone can hide their identity without it being incredibly obvious. I mean... Halloween will naturally get that because you can go around wearing a mask and no one bats an eye. Yeah. All
0: right, all right. Personally, when I made this topic, I was thinking more about: Do you think there's going to be a massive spike of Rona? Which I think there is going to be. People are going could... to party. That's something. Yeah, to think I was about,
1: about. to say, pe- people don't know how to stay home. I well, it's, not just, this. it's not
0: just it's not just it's not just stupid college kids going to party though. It's the little no. high schoolers that go to.
1: It, it's a 50, 60. don't know how to stay home and start drinking with all their fucking friends (laughs) i'm
4: i'm so and and, and just as we talk about this topic a couple weeks ago they announced that hawaii was opening tourists again and they had people by the thousands that were flooding hawaii so that's just something to think about just because they could not because it was a safe thing to do but because they could
5: and it's cheap too
4: yeah it's cheaper nobody traveling so yes it would be cheaper
0: Yeah, that's why people decided to jump on the bandwagon when
1: Hawaii opened it back up. Now. I, uh, yeah, no, it's just, like, I hate to say it, but it's, uh, it's those people who, uh, excuse me, like, like, I'm not worried, like, college kids partying, that's one thing, they're going to party, but it's the 56-year-olds that I've noticed that that reject
0: Let's call them, let's let's say what the let's say what it is.
1: Boomers. Boomers. No, it's just the yeah,
0: I've,
1: yeah, I've just noticed that yeah, no, they, they rejected uh they reject a lot of the mandates harder because where I work at, more people come in. Now uh, the people who don't come and wear a mask are, you know, boomers. Isn't that
0: so, a mandate?
1: So so we have one. We can't enforce it.
0: What's the point of a mandate, then?
1: To say we did.
4: Yeah, that's because you thing. can if you're not trying to do anything at all, they can't be subject to saying you shut
5: down. It's to, intended to socially pressure people. When most people see a sign, they'll tend to <clears throat> say it.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, like, we all have to wear a mask. And that's fine. I mean, am I happy? Yeah. Did, did do I just get over it? Yeah. But, I mean, it's, uh, (laughs) no, it's just, it's, it's either, like, the boomers or, uh, the good old, the good old country boys and girls. Like, you know the ones, you know the ones I'm talking about.
0: I don't want to talk politics, but it's the fact that this stupid fucking country politicized this virus. Mm-hmm. Every, other, every other country treats it like a fact of the matter, and it's not between their their political parties. New yes. Zealand beat the virus twice.
1: Yeah. We should be aiming for New Zealand.
2: It, yeah. They don't have any right now, so I was like, that's impressive.
1: Exactly.
4: But don't that's, think that's how it's going to be so easy for you to travel there, because I'm sure they have some strict travel restrictions. They do. They do. They okay, okay. Have a Canada
1: very isn't even allowing us in. Okay. Think about that. The, Canada. Don't remind
4: not... me. I was supposed to be there this year. Don't remind me about that. Reminds? Yeah. Well, I'm sure I'm sure Wait. there's another reason as to why Canada won't allow you in.
0: Just No, in case. you guys would
4: like Toronto, trust me. I've oh, been there. I'd love I'd hey, love to go. Hey, listen. You. Listen,
2: I've been there several times. I know. I know about that place.
4: Right on mortal you. Right on. All right. Alright,
0: um, so has everyone gotten their predictions in on what's going to happen on Halloween?
5: Um, In terms of the holiday itself, I think that trick-or-treating is largely going to be dependent on where people are. I've noticed that there's a lot more, like, decorating contests and things like that because those are simple enough to do in a way to kind of rem- have the holiday without necessarily a lot of interaction. But I,
4: and I, people have resulted to using the candy chute, so they don't have to even open the door. They can just send the candy that way, and you're still small, by um, social distance. This is a small problem. Well I've, I've noticed,
0: well, I've also noticed that throughout the years, there's just less trick-or-treating over, <laughs> overall, irregardless because. of current world situations, too. Because like, people I think are paranoid. <laughs> pretty much. Well, yeah, people are I mean, overprotective. That's why. So, well, I've I mean, taken my, you yeah. my younger cousin out to trick or treating several years in a row. I noticed that, and then my brothers and I, uh, and my sister take all of their, like all of us, like my siblings take all of their kids out to trick or treating too, and uh, and we notice that there's less kids out there trick or treating, at times there's less houses open, and it and trick or treating just seems to be going away and i don't I don't i haven't, heard any, I haven't heard any statistics in regards to this i, I, I think might, the reason a
2: why here's the reason why i think oh because you're still living in that old the older the, the older the neighborhood the less the
0: more the people are growing up so there's gonna be no less but to i people. mean like in, no but i mean like in like other areas too we go around a lot because we're trying to get a lot of candy
4: we
1: okay also l- l- let's face it candy's expensive
4: it's I Here's think there's a question relating to the topic. At what point did you stop um, even doing it? That?
5: That's a good point. Um,
4: That's a good question. Uh, I would say probably I'd say it was fifth grade for me.
5: All right. I would say <laughs> I think I did first year of middle school. And while we're at it, what was your last cat costume that you trick or treated wow. in?
1: Okay. Ooh, I was about to say remember. I have I have a ton of cosplay. Um, yeah. I- I think the last thing I went trick-or-treating in was I was just a pedestrian.
4: <laughs> Sheesh, was it vampire? I can't even remember.
1: Yeah, I possessed, don't possessed
4: remember where I was either. My favorite costume was the Black Power Ranger. I even wore that to school. It used to be a Woody from Toy Story, so that was a thing.
0: My last costume was, I believe, uh, I have an old like Grim Reaper costume that i used to wear all the time did you have a scythe uh, as well no never had a scythe
4: one i have a a katana though and it was like a real like real steel katana okay let me ask you another question some people may get this reference but i gotta do my pop culture reference um did you hang out with these dudes named bill and ted one of them ended up being in the matrix in the future Come
0: on, man. What was the question again? Um, did you
4: did you hang around these dudes named Bill? You said you were the Grim Reaper, so I asked if you hang around these dudes. One was named Bill, no, one was named Ted. I, I know what you're talking about. No, I
0: didn't. Womp. 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 You weren't
4: so, doing it right. So
0: the last, so before we talk about the last two topics, we should mention that uh. Very recently, the creator of Scooby Doo, Joe Ruby, has died at age 86. So let's Thanks. spend a little bit to talk about Scooby Doo.
1: I did not realize that. Oh my god. Scooby
0: Doo is so
4: old. <laughs> my favorite Scooby Doo show, I think, I don't know why. I like the prequel show, um, a pup named Scooby Doo, probably best of all, but that's just me.
3: Ruby Doo!
4: <laughs> right, 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 but that's the Man. thing, like you said, so many generations grew up with him. It's scary to think, well, not necessarily scary, but it's incredible how relevant he is when you talk about certain things are like on that higher echelon of pop culture.
0: I mean, Scooby Doo is irreverent, it's it's it's, it's a classic. It's a classic. Like Tom and Jerry's a classic.
4: Yeah. Tom I and Jerry is still a classic. And some, things, I we, what? I some it things we may personally say a classic is really is a niche to a certain group. Like while we all probably enjoy Dandamaniacs, it's like a certain generation or generations that are attached to it where other people are be like, What was that? Watch
1: Dandamaniacs?
2: Which they I heard they're they're doing a, re, a reboot.
4: That's I, something um, we need to cover in the future uh, they
5: are. I mean Scooby-Doo yeah. has run on TV since I just checked 1969 there's been looks like 14 different TV series and it never had a gap of more than like 3 years. It's pretty consistently just been a staple of television.
4: And then it ramps out into movies, and they even do crossovers with things you wouldn't even think would be associated with Scooby-Doo. John, John Cena. <laughs> yes, John Cena. Um, there was some recent Scooby-Doo cartoon where they did a crossover with Urkel, so it's a pop culture phenomenon. Let's put it that way, and I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. It is. It hasn't really quite been successful in too. terms of games, but didn't need a game.
1: Uh, when I had a PS2 um I had the scooby doo game.
0: <laughs> they also made a new scooby doo movie of um, uh, well they're making one. I don't know if they made one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they made one but it was a live I... action movie.
5: No, not it a, was a live action. It's movie. called it
2: was called Scoob it's called Scoob, but I heard it wasn't it wasn't that good.
5: Everybody just knows that one scene.
1: I don't know the one scene.
5: <laughs> I'm sure you've seen that image. Give me that ten percent
2: image. That, that, that mm-hmm. power of ten percent.
5: <laughs> I mean the uh, the switching out of the disguise image.
1: Oh, the meme. <laughs> yeah, that 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 one meme uh, where Fred uh, like takes the hood off the one dude.
4: Happens yeah. every episode, I'm not gonna worry and, about that. And let me <laughs> guess, that dude would have got way with it too for one for those pesky kids and that doll. Yeah. So think, so dog. So just, so, kids, yeah, me, yeah. 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 I thought I was meddling.
5: Such as meddling kids. Excuse me, meddling kids.
3: Yeah.
2: So this do forget about Scooby. Scooby. He'd be, he
3: be like, hey, <laughs> hey, what about me? <laughs>
0: Uh, anyways, any final thoughts on Scoob, Scooby-Doo, yeah. and uh, Joe Ruby?
4: Um, Did anybody else besides me have a favorite Scooby-Doo series that they remember?
0: No, I was new Scooby-Doo
4: was my favorite. I'm
0: well, I haven't kept with Scooby-Doo. The latest it. Scooby-Doo related thing I've seen is uh, the series of memes with Ultra Instinct Shaggy.
2: I remember that, that was a good one. <laughs> they tried to put it in Mortal Kombat and he was like no.
0: <laughs> that's that's when it stopped being funny, I think. But yeah, it was it was good good times by all. Oh, I think it's time to move on to our next topic, second to last topic. Are humans the monsters?
5: Yes. Yeah. No.
4: It all depends. Mm. Yeah, context so, is everything
0: yeah some
2: some people are like I know I've actually read i think two i think two murders it was it was like two murders one of a guy who killed this girl in Japan this is a, this was in Japan, but he kidnapped the girl tortured her raped her and it was a group of friends too it was like a group of people group of people they just tortured her raped I've
0: heard her I this case I know about it.
2: I think I know the one you're talking about. All right. This one, yeah, one in Japan, and there was was one in America. There was, like, well, I was reading a book that was based on a true story, and, yeah, and things got spiraled out of control, and kind of went a little bit haywire. So yeah, it's all all based on based on who who the person is or what or what the what's the person's motive.
0: Personally, I agree with you though. My question is, do you think there's any humans that can surpass horror monsters in terms of
4: actions? Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Sometimes movies have a way of there's no clear cut good versus evil per se, but the lesson is, um, question is, what kind of actions are you going to follow? Because I want to use as an example, when I first saw Starship Troopers when I was like nine, I thought the movies as ultimately the good the humans were just completely good. But I look at it again as an adult and I'm like, man, that's some really sadistic propaganda they're using to try to recruit these people who were the social troopers because that was the only way you would get citizenship. You had to sign up for the mobile infantry of some sort. And the various roles cause you took an aptitude test that would determine the role you would play. But basically they, you know, to force people into that, you know, that's kind of sadistic. So even though the vaults were sadistic in their own way, the humans were bad too, in terms of the things they were doing in terms of manipulation.
1: So, I mean, okay, so like, if you really want to think about it, though, when it comes to if humans are the monsters, like, and if they can suppress monsters created in media, the correct I think the correct answer is we already have because we're the ones that created those monsters.
5: Mm. That is true. I would say we are, by our nature, I would say, by our nature, no one is truly, like, Completely good. I'm that we're all very broken, but I think that we aren't all monsters necessarily. I think we just kind of do the best with what we can.
1: Yeah, yeah.
5: And it's really easy to uh, lose perspective and do terrible things.
0: So, like in like a sort of way, like how we're all heroes in our of our own
5: story. That's a good point. that's another thing as well to bring up exactly all
0: right, here's another subset of this. Here's another more opposite question to this. Are there any noble monsters in can monsters be noble as well? Did you ever read can Frankenstein they be well meaning
1: I know Donkey Kong I mean not donkey fuck um what Kong, King Kong. sorry, I Swear a lot. I am so sorry. Um, and then you
4: can say the Iron Giant was a um, extension of that. In terms of Hogarth was so misunderstood, and he didn't have bad intentions at all.
5: Such a memorable film.
4: Yes. E. T. Um. And how Stitch? about me? Stitch. Yes. Slimer evolved into that in the second Ghostbusters movie. The first one, he was just a prick, but he evolved into that later because he actually was, you know, a key ally for them as they tried to fight other ghosts. Uh huh. You know, I've never seen Ghostbusters
1: before.
0: I know the song though.
1: Ooh. I've not seen a lot.
0: Movie movie. I, I know about the. I know the whole. I know about the whole shitstorm regarding the. Oh, female how did posters. we
4: forget? Small Soldiers is a clear example of that with the Gorgonites.
0: Yeah, I I I've, I watched that movie. That that's a great that's a great point.
4: Because I think and the if guy you guys haven't seen movie, it. I recommend maybe. it. Maybe we need to do a watch of it. But it's a good, very good movie. Yes, uh let's we'll see what else. Um, what was that um, movie that's
2: like that had a that had a woman who couldn't talk and this and fell in love with the um this monster Shape of Water? Okay, yeah. He was I think right. he was also
0: misunderstood. Was he not? Right, here's, my, here's another question I've got for you guys. Do you think mo- do you think monsters seeking to exterminate humanity are justified in, in their destruction of humanity?
1: It depends on what their reason is.
4: Extremism is uh, a very about, dangerous. Slope, stage so you got to be careful. I wouldn't be one to try to defend any kind of extremism.
5: That's kind of what the whole Ender's <clears throat> game and series is kind of about for most of it. I agree with Ender's game. Yeah, I mean, the whole point that they reveal far later on was that the aliens, the first time they ran into us, they were so different to us that they didn't really see us as sentient the second time they came by they thought oh it was just a mistake and the second time we put up a fight and they said oh they're actually sentient just different than us and then they just never came back but we say they will and turn around and exterminate them
2: Wasn't it like in the future volumes? They, while he was trying to save them mostly,
5: he was. In fact, everybody considered him a hero for defeating the menace once and for all. Until he wrote a book explaining that they were not fighting back because they didn't want to fight us anymore. They realized they made a mistake.
4: That's what I thought. and we're talking about human being monsters. I don't know if I'm the only one that saw the movie The Lawnmower Man. That was one of the first movies that dealt, dealt with virtual reality. Am I the only one? I'm sorry, what did
1: you say? I never I saw the it.
4: The movie The Lawnmower Man. Um, One of the first movies that dealt with the concept of virtual reality. But, all right, I'll continue on anyway. So the key plot of the movie was dealing with the fact that there was a gentleman that was a landscaper. He lived a very simple existence, um, infantile to a ne- degree, because like I said, he was just fine with being in his routine. There was a scientist that wanted to conduct a study about how virtual reality would impact somebody. And they did the study on the landscaper, but they did not realize how it was going to cause his IQ just to increase at a rapid rate to the point where he even understood exactly what was going on, and he was going to take that newfound knowledge basically and run amok. And the thing is, by, at that point, the scientist realized basically he thought he was going to be able to manipulate him, but everything he was trying to do was basically going to come back to hurt him because he created a monster that he couldn't even control anymore because it got to the point the former lawnmower man now basically knew exactly the game that was being played.
0: see. Uh, we might have to check it out at some point. How old is the movie?
4: Mm, I saw much later, but came out early '90s. All right. I'll post right. the trailer and topics. All right. And here's
0: one more question in regards to this topic. When you ch- when you're playing a game that lets you choose good or evil, what do you normally default to?
1: decent human being because <laughs> i always feel bad if i'm if i'm an ass to uh to, to the uh, to the npcs it's like it's like i feel so bad
5: good with the exception of that one cut scene in mass effect 2 where i could never resist shoving the guy out the window
1: <laughs> i what never i never play mass effect <laughs>
5: <laughs> but... okay what was the question again
0: in video or... games, do you default to good or evil choices?
2: Um, okay, so, I, what was this game called? Um, what was it called? It was this, there was this, um, video game. It was like, was it in, uh, Oh, it's Infamous. That's what it's called. Infamous is the one that, um, had that had that weird choice between good and evil where you could like destroy stuff or like or you could be like a good guy or a bad guy you could be either and I played that game so much that I did not know like if I just stuck I just stuck to the middle
0: Ah, uh, neutral neutral care, neutral people are so boring not boring you can't Being good is okay, but being bad can be so fun sometimes, you
1: know what I'm saying? feel bad if I do, though. I don't know why, but I just do.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, how many of you guys pick
4: neutral, most likely? I'll try I'm... to do good to neutral, and then depending on context, you know, sometimes you may make that bad decision, but it's not going to be my goal to be bad, you know.
1: Unless I right don't away. like. If I don't like a certain character, though, yeah, no, yeah, no, I, uh, I am, I pick uh, bad.
0: If I play through a game multiple times, like the original Fable, I, uh, I always try to play as good as possible, and then comes the second playthrough where I play as evil as possible, where I try to be as much of a dick as possible, where I kill, where if I have a choice between sparing people or killing them, I kill them. And sometimes there's no extra reward involved. I'm just that evil sometimes on my second place. Okay. So speaking of which, any more thoughts on this final topic? Fate's worse than death? Fate's worse than death. What are your thoughts on? That? Are there yeah. any are there mm-hmm. any fates worse than death that you don't want to experience? A loop.
2: Uh, like you know, like a groundhog uh day loop. I hate those. Those are those. that like if you're gonna live through through some, a deja vu again, then that's actually worse than death because like you're just reliving the same thing over and over.
5: Imagine. Uh, I, think, I think. I
1: think. oh am sorry. Go ahead. No, Bye go
5: bad.
1: ahead. I, I think for me, I think it's like you're dead, and then you still get tortured. <laughs> like I like, think I think I think being tortured until, until the point where you're begging for death but yet you can't actually die, I think that would suck.
4: I'm going with if you're sentenced to doing a menial task over and over again and you're not gonna get any results, but this is just gonna be your existence for whatever reason. And you can't get out of it.
0: Um, I was thinking about just being in a vegetative state for the rest of your remaining life. Yeah. That's a
2: That's a, a, a freaking... That's, that's terrible. I was like, pull the plug, please. I don't want to be in this vegetative state.
5: Particularly if you're right, write it, down,
0: write it down, your, Write it down your will right now. After X <laughs> amount of months, if I don't make... After a year, if I'm not awake by then, kill me. Write it down. Put it in your put it in your uh, put it in your wallet if you're if you're not okay I, with, if you're not okay with this.
5: You can have an advanced directive. That's basically what those are for.
0: Yeah. So I, I think another one is a. Um, uh, you ever heard of the? Yeah. You know what TV tropes is, right? You ever heard of the? Uh, you ever heard of the <laughs> Trope, Lotus Eater machine? Essentially, you're trapped within like a dream, but like a really happy dream. But it seem, but it seems so like unreal. You know what I'm
2: saying? Wait, is it? Are you talking about about um those weird like you're just stuck in this in this dream that you can't get out of?
0: But it's, it's like, like a happy dream, but that you normally wouldn't want to get out of. So it's like, like, but but
4: yeah. it's not reality. It's not
0: reality, mean, and I guess characters have something better things
4: to you do. You know. It's funny you mention that, because there's an episode on Justice League Unlimited. One of Superman's um, toughest foes, Mongol, kn- he knew it was Superman's birthday. He went into the Fortress of Solitude, and he put this plant, uh, I think it was called Black Mercy Plant, but essentially, that's what the plant would do to you if it ever gets attached to you. You experience this happy dream that's far from reality, but you're just in this um, euphoric like state. Wow.
0: Uh. I think I've seen that episode.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. I, I guess, like at a certain point, though, you'd just starve, and I think that would just suck. Like, like if you're just permanently vegetated state, but yet yeah, you couldn't. I, I guess this is implying that, like, you don't like get like on IVs or drips or whatnot.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they would do. They, they probably would feed you they'd probably force you they'd probably feed you through a tube every day They'd have to do something to keep you alive. that's what doctors do. and if you have to be on an IV in order to stay alive, they'll do that until you, unless you give them like an advanced directive to kill me.
5: I mean, could you imagine something like that and like your foot is asleep for like three years? you, you wouldn't be able to walk. That's the thing.
0: Yeah. You know, it's crazy to think about you would it's crazy to think about the fact that you can just somehow forget how to walk if you are unable to walk for a certain amount of time it, it, i mean it doesn't even have to be years it could be like months right
1: yeah i mean like like my my uh my boyfriend actually hit something <laughs> like that um like his ankle like I know it's not the foot but the his ankle got destroyed, so anyway, he had to like learn how to walk again like after a um after, you know, shattering his ankle, and it sucked a watch. I'm not gonna lie. It sucked.
0: Yeah, man. Fate's worse than death. How about living while everyone you know dies, and you're immortal?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
5: I think... Stop. Sorry, go on.
1: I mean, I just feel like that would just... Yeah, I feel like you would just, like, stop caring about people and i feel like at a certain point you would uh lose some of your humanity also i feel like that would just be a very lonely existence sorry go ahead i am so sorry (laughs) no
5: absolutely um and uh, i'm gonna agree with you there i think it basically breaks down into at that point you'd either have some sort of form of survivor's guilt you might try and um have a coping mechanism of just not caring about people anymore or you more likely than anything you'd eventually just become yourself so, well that is quite likely i think you'd uh, you'd become so alien to the average person that a lot of people would kind of feel like you weren't human you wouldn't fit in anywhere
1: basically huh.
0: you'd also be like a death seeker of sorts you'd be looking for ways to Die basically, or I guess just disappear from
1: society. Um, give me one second, I am getting a phone call. Sorry,
0: go, go, go ahead, go ahead. You should I'm, probably meet yourself too.
5: I think the other thing that I mean, it, a lot of vampires in literature I mean, older literature that is mostly that's mostly how they're portrayed as immortal beings that just develop strange psychological tastes and personalities mostly because they outlive everyone, first of all.
0: Yeah. They become
5: quite hedonistic if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Exactly, because nothing is new to them. I mean, they've done everything. What else is there to do?
1: Witness advances in technology?
5: Exactly. And
4: what Kay just said, especially as you mentioned, um the hedonis- hedonistic ways of some of these vampires, when you say done everything they can do, that also takes on a Freudian context as well.
5: Very. And uh,
4: They're always looking for something youthful. They're not looking for anything that's um, fine wine, no? They want the new thing. Of course they it's, they long goes, long. it's not even just... Um, and that goes as far back as to... If you want to see that trope in action, watch Nosferatu, the original vampire classic.
0: Alright, here's here's another question related to immortality.
4: How many years do you
0: think it would take for you to feasibly do quote-unquote everything?
1: I'll Assuming you, you had no
0: budget. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> how
0: many years do you think it would take for someone to do quote-unquote
1: everything? Like how long would it take me to do everything?
0: Let's say everything you want. How you much motivation do with. I have? Uh well you're immortal. You got nothing better to do. You've probably already at this point.
1: Because I have severe motivation issues.
2: Same, same. I'm not gonna lie, that's the same thing as for me.
0: But you'd get bored of your existence. I'm sure you already do, but imagine
2: Yeah. To be honest, I don't really think so, because there's always something new to it to that's gonna happen.
0: So I mean but like Think about it, immortal you. You'd be immortal. You've experienced, you like, a lot of people get bored by the time they're like already like 90 or something. You just want to settle down. I guess part of that is because they're like really old. But let's say you're, let's say you remain a youthful appearance. Let's say you remain whatever appearance you are right now for the rest of existence. Let's say a thousand years, a thousand years pass. Would you not be bored? No. There's always,
2: like I said, there's always something new to do, to do.
0: Yeah, but are you really interested in everything that's new? Well, it also,
1: also too, it de- like it depends on how fast technology explodes. Like you know, like I mean, like you can't do everything, like in the time frame. Like even if you were to do every single new thing, every like you'd run out of like the amount of new things. I feel like you could experience would severely outweigh the amount of time you have like in a thousand years like because i mean think about it like i could sit here and watch like a lot of anime but like would i ever
0: watch all the anime no because
1: yeah no i would really run out of time weird. and also uh i'm sorry some of I the just...
0: animes are pretty pretty bad
2: <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> but, pretty um, <laughs> but, but 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 you said there's always something to look forward to i'm just going to use the example of anime because that's the one i relate really to the most um you say like there's always well, something if... new, like for anime, but would you have would you watch all of it? Also, I got a question: Would you remember? Would you would you have like like picture perfect memory after a thousand years or no?
0: I have to go um, back and watch something, <laughs> I can barely remember some things that happened last week. So no. yeah,
1: I I don't remember what I had. No, I had Mexican for dinner last night. I don't remember what I had the night before.
0: See, here's my thing with uh. With anime, your anime idea.
1: Sorry. Uh, so
0: let's say <laughs> there's. Anime. So would there be a? Would there? I I would imagine there'd be a finite amount of ideas for an anime. i trust me; they're, they're
1: running out of ideas.
3: Yeah,
2: they are. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They are. they starting to clone
0: themselves. Interestingly,
1: they've already been doing that for years. Okay.
0: They've already been doing that for years. They ran out of ideas years ago. Mm-hmm. And they're just clinging on to whatever trend is popular today. Guy. Of, at what point do you get to the point where new anime comes out, you stop being totally interested in it because you've seen it before? Not literally, but like in a metaphysical way. I, I know, it I know what you're going
1: for. I know exactly what you're going for. And have I hit that point? Probably. Like, like I've seen a lot of anime. I know, like a lot of like the plot sub devices. But have each character
4: some ideas. Oh sorry.
1: But some characters just have like their special like little quirks. Like um like I'm a huge fan of the idol genre, but um uh, and there's like three iterations of Love Life, but I can still tell you that Tsushima Yoshiko is my favorite girl because of her character quirks, even though you know I actually she's what? probably one, one, one of the more unique among uh like idol uh genres in general, but still, like there's a lot of girls. All okay.
0: You.
1: Sorry. All right. All right. I, I, I have passion.
0: But what, so what you're saying is you would never get to the point where you'd be like, oh, I've seen it all.
1: Right. I mean, because because each, like, you each have certain is, characters. Like, a little bit different. Yeah, like you have certain character archetypes, but then it's just like, but they're not all the same because, like, some characters might interact. Uh, with another archetype differently, or they might have different quirks, or even like the way they talk or they sound mm-hmm. is different. You know,
0: right. there's only so many. All right, let's let's think about another thing that people enjoy: music. Do you think we'll ever run out of music? No. No, I think we will, and there's a scientific, theoretical limit to how many quote unquote new new song ideas can exist.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's take a let's mm-hmm. think, let's take a let's take a music riff from, like, let's take the da 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 from Queen, right? And let's apply it to that one song, Ice Ice Baby. Does it not that sound the same?
1: Uh, I mean, do you know the four-chord theory? Yes. Yeah, that, that, that's basically what you're, uh, That that's on the same lines of what you're but, describing.
4: Well, the way Star Logical is framing the discussion, he's discounting the fact that Especially when you look at get deep into production, a lot of what can compose on production itself is just innate. Because anything from a from somebody crying, to somebody laughing, somebody can take that sound effects and works wonders with it. So you got to mm-hmm. realize there's a lot of sources of inspiration that go into making music. So it's not this finite thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's also like the mix of instruments themselves. Like, um, like I have, I've, I've gotten a lot. Of- I listen like to a lot of like uh, J-pop and um, like like some EDM, and it's like and it's like just a different blend of um, like synth they use and like like, I mean it makes a lot of difference and it's really nice. I mean,
0: let's say you were to take a song and cover it in with a different instrument. Let's say a song you would typically play on, let's say a guitar, you and you make like. Let's say you, like, you take a popular song and play a different instrument. Is that, does
5: that, should that count as different music, quote-unquote? As a different sound, I mean. Yeah, it's
1: a different sound.
5: But, but it's a different music. It, at, that's kind of an interesting comparison because it's one step, but it's one thing that makes it a little bit different. Yeah.
1: There's,
5: you could say there's... It's a lot of little incremental differences like that that make it new music. I mean, there's a theoretical limit in a lot of ways, maybe. But at the end of the day, there's new developments in how music is made, new instruments, and various other ways that we kind of expand it. It's, there's a limit using our current methods and technology. Um, the other thing is the four chords and all that, a lot of that is because... Um, They're simple. Also, it clearly is popular, and so it's low risk to spend a lot of money promoting that. And uh, risk is money, so if you can do what someone else did and almost assuredly make money, people will do it.
0: Yeah. So my point is more in relation to uh, Budger's idea of anime. If you take one, if you take one popular anime, change one thing does that make it a different anime?
4: Depends on how major if I make, the change if I, make the love,
0: if I make the love interest have blue hair instead of red hair,
4: does that make it a different anime? It has to be a major change. And that's something minute that you'll be like, oh. Yeah, I unless
1: mean... Unless
4: that blue hair... Unless change hair color is like she has, let's say, her hair color gives her elemental power. So red is fire, blue is water. But if you're not, well, well, major, well, I don't mean like. It like oh. a, I mean like
0: a, I mean it like the same like story beats, like, the same like almost everything else, but just in a different like. Scene. It's just
2: basically her 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 appearance changed.
4: Does it change no, the Sky anime? No, Scott Pilgrim showed us that it's not going to do anything because Scott Pilgrim that was the whole trope with Ramona.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, like I said, like. There's a certain limit like um but unless it came like from the exact same creator like because cuz everybody writes their characters differently. That's it. That that's what it comes down to. Um
2: we go way way off topic.
0: Is my question. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> mean, no.
0: That's tr- that's totally fair. We totally did get off topic.
1: I I um, honestly I, I feel I feel like we just need to have like like a whole like anime podcast. But then I realized that that, that that would probably be just me going off on a tangent by myself because I nah, watched we way too much anime. Could
2: add, we could add me to it. I've, I've watched a fair bit of anime also. So. Ooh,
1: I probably I, watched I, no, more than you, and I'm it. deeper into the fandom than I you. I think we
0: should save it for a special day when something happens. Yeah.
1: yeah but I think you, it's about time
0: to close this. So I think it's you, about time to close this. You
1: should actually. see my figure collection.
0: Ooh, <laughs> Ooh I'm not sure. I'm not, I think you've shown me it a couple times.
1: Flex. It's gotten bigger.
4: Oh, don't Speaking tell Tio that. Hey, oh, hey,
1: I will flex on him. Okay, you can't mention
0: my special friend. By that, name.
4: Excuse
1: me, our special friend. Special, our mutual special.
4: friends.
0: Speaking of which, any final, any final thoughts on any of the topics we talked about earlier?
2: Um, uh, there is one thing I've be bothered to ask. Um, uh, the difference between psychological and regular horror, horror genres. Yes, there's a huge difference. Yeah, psychological horror is more. I think it's more ambience than the regular horrors. Horror, Not- regular horror tends mm-hmm. to have like, um, these kind of like murders and gore. Whereas psychological horror, like, it's all in someone's mind and like, like
1: Death Note. Psychological is like Death Note, <laughs> and also another plays into some psychological as well.
0: Or, more like or the I Joker. Know. Think of it like uh, the Joker was- movie. I've
1: never seen I've the Joker.
0: Very cerebral, psychological. And
1: it's horror. Horror?
4: That's uh, well. I so guess that's. Thing, best... Go ahead. But as we're talking about Final Thoughts, one thing that can be understated is that music is very important in terms of the horror genre. I agree, I agree with that. Because there's some. Um, horror um, movies that do the whole element of, I'm going to play with your mind because I'm going to have the most sadistic thing possible happen, but I'm going to play an optimistic song.
1: You mean like singing in the rain?
4: And then something happens. Yeah, but it could be a number of examples. But yeah, so that's why that's something important. I don't think we really delved enough into that, but yeah, music is very important in terms of the horror genre.
1: Mm-hmm. Right in
4: terms of when you look at the connection between classical music and horror
1: oh god <laughs> i think
4: music is
0: arguably the most important part of a lot of these things because think thing about it if you compose music in such a way you can you don't even really need a anything else really you can just imagine things happening if
1: the music is conducted correctly you know what i'm saying
3: yeah
0: that in your
4: head, you
1: mean like, it's like a, you mean like silent movies
3: well, like, Psycho and not,
4: Jaws are what Starlogical were referencing.
1: Oh, sorry, my bad.
4: So like, With those movies, when you hear that sound effect, you already know what's about to happen. Like, you don't even have to think about it. You know something bad's happening.
0: And I mean, you, yeah, you've been conditioned by a certain horror sound effects to know something bad's gonna happen. Like, scare chords, right? Or the, but, like, if you can put like... Music has such a power in such a way that if conduct if conducted composed properly and if played properly by mm-hmm. the various mm-hmm. by the various like people in like say a band or something like that, it conjures powerful images in your brain, almost like a book, but wordlessly. Even you don't even need visuals; you can already see what's going on. Isn't tone also fun. one of them too? What
2: isn't it also like the tone tone shifting one of them too? Like it goes like you know from from a from like a, let's say it goes as a regular um regular tone to like a flat tone or like a sharp tone. Mean like,
0: you mean like a key? You mean a key shift? Yeah. Yeah, key that, shift. That, that I was a about
1: to say. Change? That sounds like a key shift.
0: A key yeah. change, yes, yeah. yes, that is also effective too in in conveying change in music as well as volume changes as well. And sometimes mm-hmm. just having no music at all really heightens the tension.
1: I mean I mean also if the music actually goes super quiet.
0: Of course. Music is powerful. It's a powerful asset. It's woefully underused and right. a lot of the stuff to record music hasn't really well.
1: It hasn't changed. I mean, it hasn't
0: changed all that much. Yeah. And there hasn't there hasn't been a lot of musical breakthroughs in the past there's different musical ideas now yes but as as ter- in terms of like actual technology aside from just being able to record more or i guess electronica I, I might actually be one such example but in terms of like traditional like recording instruments being played etc cetera, etc cetera, the technology hasn't changed all that much it's just the, it's just evolutionary changes rather than revolutionary changes, the quality gets better, yes. But that's not, like, big enough changes. You know what I'm
5: saying?
0: Yeah, so I, I, I'm <sighs> getting up. Yeah. Yeah, see? So, and I mean, I, and musical ideas... You, you, we all say that there's a ton of new musical ideas but the fact of the matter and you know yeah so yeah it might be new for us but the fact of the matter is there are a ton of people trying to find that new sound only to discover that perhaps that has existed all along and then just oh, never became popular
1: also the other thing to re- remember uh so we are gonna have to wrap this up because um I got something I do have to do. Um, I might just peace out a little bit early. Anyway, the other thing you have to remember, though, is that there's a fine line uh, between music and noise. Yes. And basically, like, where do you end up drawing the line?
0: hmm Suppose that's also fair, too.
1: Yeah, we really did.